of the Omega Cast, the great return of Rendar Frankenstein edition. Frankenstein. How's it going, Rendar? The resurrection. He's actually back from the dead. He dug up his body on the sand dunes of Io. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, it's good to be alive again. I was dead for a while, but uh, they brought me back with special runes and whatnot. So, what was it runes. like on the other side? Uh, miserable. <laughs> Quite frankly, it's fucking miserable to not be on spaceship. Oh well, <laughs> cruising the galaxies and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> the was so, like, <laughs> it's like it's it's, it's like painful. that fucking waiting room in Beetlejuice. I was just sitting there with the fucking head shrinker <laughs> and Beetlejuice touching that fucking uh, magic babe thighs and whatnot, and it got old. So it's good, good to be back. Good to have you back. Good to have you back. What happens with Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice, they, he's like in purgatory, in the and there's a fucking waiting room to Keep like t- yeah, but to figure out. And so he's like, I remember the guy. That there's I- there's a woman, like a magician's assistant, that's been sawed in half. And so, like, her mm-hmm. legs are on one one chair, and he starts feeling them <laughs> up. Um, and then the the head shrinker dude, like, fucking puts the dust on Beetlejuice. He steals head. his number. Beetlejuice yeah. tries to, like, swap yeah, yeah, numbers yeah, with yeah. him. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I, there's so, like, lots of talk about a sequel. Really? And Michael Keaton said, like, if it happens, he's in. So That'd be a, that was a fun. great movie. Underappreciated. Underappreciated. Days, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like it gets mentioned as much as other movies, but it's. It had a good run, there. I feel like, in the early 90s with the fucking cartoon and whatnot. Breakfast cereals, I'm sure. Oh, I remember the cartoon. Holy shit, there was a cartoon. Yeah, yeah but I on the cartoon, that. he wasn't like a pedophilic fucking <laughs> cool <laughs> asshole. He was just like a goofball fun guy, <laughs> right. which. Not in line with the movie. No. Like Lydia was not hanging with him. That's just a cash way. grab. They're just trying to capitalize well, on the name. Yes and no. I mean, it started. They had a lot of art to begin with. <laughs> but they didn't wind up creating more art. Wait. It all comes back to Walter Benjamin, the age of mechanical reproduction. Oh, no. You can't, you can't make art in mass production uh, forever. You just can't. But, but yeah, good to be back. Is it really Benjamin? Walter Benjamin. That yeah, I think so. What did he say? There's this famous essay. Uh, you gotta read something sometime. Uh, the basis called <laughs> art. There's a few different titles because there was a few different drafts of it. But art in the age of mechanical reproduction, and it's all about like what constitutes art, and can we have art in like uh, post-industrial times? Like like if you were mass-producing shit, is that is that still creating art? Because Benjamin posits that uh, inherent in genuine art is like an aura. And an aura is something that can't, like, by definition, you it can't be represented. So a great example of it is, like, performance, uh, live performance. Like, um, like if you see a play or something like that. Something that's... that's uh, you never see a play. Uh, we love plays. We love plays. I love them. I love them. Um, what if they did Romeo and Juliet in the future? 
Anyways, um, so Walter Benjamin says, like, you know, these things have an aura, but the problem is um, aura is tied into, like, just being, like, like a one-time thing or kind of... The very nature like, of it, Like, you yeah. have to go out and see it, and you can't... Uh, potentially, you can't reproduce the aura. Well, isn't... I could be wrong. Isn't this good? Does he... Is he... I've heard this argument when they reference the Mona Lisa. Is that yeah, him? Yeah. The Mona Lisa yeah. ends up on a postcard and it's like... I don't know if that's oh. him, but like, yeah, from him. The idea that once you start putting the Mona Lisa on a postcard, the original uh, like loses its its aura. Like it's kind of stripped away because people feel like they've already seen it even though they haven't. But basically for me to just dumb it down for my own purposes, what it comes down to is like my age old fucking quandary of uh, like art versus pulp like art versus mass-produced shit and and what do you want and i think the best stuff is the stuff that falls in the middle middle of the venn diagram give me something that everyone can appreciate on a surface level that's like easily distributable that everyone has access to but for those that want to dig deeper there's, there's more shit there and thus star wars, <laughs> oh, yeah, star wars. i was gonna say i think you answered my question a lot of times the best stuff is like on the service level, super appreciable. Yeah, yeah. But it's like inherently subversive. That's the kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's why. Not, it's not why, but I think it's something about like Tarantino's movies that I think are fucking fantastic. Because just just take like Django. If you want to just enjoy that movie about a fucking former slave turned bounty hunter revenge, right? who fucks shit up, you can. But there's just so much more going on in it. You know, so much just in terms of. Like you could say on in terms of history, you could say like history of cinema, fucking cinematic techniques, like callbacks to like other movies. Uh, Multi layered. Yeah, like even the you know the reference to the original uh, Django. The I forget the actor's name, but he fucking he has the exchange with Jamie Fox, and he's like, "Do you know how to spell your name?" And he's like, uh, "The D silent," and he just goes, "I know." You know, there's there's a lot going on there. Tarantino's your boy. I love him. I think he's great. What's his new? <coughs> Hateful Eight. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. Jinx. I'm the pumped fucking up. what's her name got cast. Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. Yeah. First official casting. Who's she again? Isn't she an '80s star? Yeah, I always confuse her with like the other ones with all the like like Mary Stuart Masterson and what you know those like three. Ramona Flowers. <laughs> Ramona Flowers. Uh, I I thought Bateman would be able to tell me what she was from Jennifer like legitimately so. I see what that guy's saying though. Like, I understand his point. Like, well, hell, like when you like duplicate well, art. Keep, I just want to put an asterisk. I'm like, You're really, I, I'm trying. No, I'm. Re, don't quote Sorry. me quoting Benjamin as being <laughs> definitive. Like, uh, it's been. <laughs> yeah, a while I'm sure. You, I'm sure you're getting the idea right. correct though, right? Right. But I, I see like there's just inherent like once you duplicate it, it it changes that original thing because now it's like you can see it in other places and experience it right. in other ways. Well, I mean. Right. I don't even look at it as definitive. I just I think it's a good way to ask a question. Does it change it if you're right. producing? Well, I'm it? I think from um, my mind, like it does in some way, right? I think there's also something in his his ideas about um. Oh, hold on, shit. My my mind just wants. Hey, if, if you went to see the Mona Lisa and you had seen it a hundred thousand times and on stamps and in right. whatever, would it be the same experience viewing the original? Actually, no. hold on. I mean, I think also he he makes the point that like it's somewhere. In, I think it's him, either him or Jameson. Um, the uh, he was another like dude that around contemporary. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the name of his essay, his big one. Um, but basically, the notion of like what is art? It's like art is that which has like some sort of um, 
like expressive value and demands concentration from the spectator. So like that's where we're getting into the realm of like versus pulp. Right, right. So like it, it demands like concerted effort to really appreciate it. You need to like think about it basically. Right, right. And I think the argument is that like mass produced shit just by virtue of being put like quantity so much out there, people aren't it's not something that people are going to concentrate on. If it's like it's like the difference between if you have like like 30 bud lights or if you have like one glass of like amazing wine, you know? You can just pound 30 Bud Lights and like, you know, you fall over and you're not really thinking about it. But if you have like this one glass of like nice wine, you know, that fucking your grandfather stole from Nazi Germany. Well, why is the replication of that original piece less impactful than the original piece? Wouldn't it be more like having like 30, like all glasses of wine everywhere? I think the argument is that when you're mass produced, I don't know, maybe the notion of when you have quantity, I don't know, you can't mass produce that. The originality quality, is lost because I don't, I don't know. What about uh? Hmm. We can get literal on the podcast. Uh, Percy Walkies, Percy Walker's "The Loss of the Creature." Have you read that? No. It's kind of the same idea. Like, like draws reference to the fact that like we can't view things like genuinely anymore because our minds are influenced by seeing things beforehand. And like, right. So like, he uses the fucking the Grand Canyon. Like, are you seeing yeah. the Grand Canyon yeah. for yourself, or are you seeing it through the lens of like? Post exactly. guides or like a even a tour guide yeah. shapes the way you perceive it. I mean, it's it's just like classic postmodernism. Fucking like Don really? Don DeLillo's White Noise is just I, and I might be getting this way wrong because I, I read this book like probably. I've started that book four times and never finished it. <laughs> There's this scene, <laughs> but I like it. I don't know why where everyone goes to see this barn or this burning barn or something like that. It just keeps burning, and people aren't like actually look. They're just going to see what they. Like the spectacle of the burning barn. I, I'm gonna look that up because I think I might be way fucking wrong. <laughs> it, Confirm it. I, I read White Noise before, like I went through college. Like I think I would get a lot. I read it in high school. I just heard about it and I was like, oh. But then maybe, maybe Percy Walker would argue because he talks about how like an English major can experience like cutting open a fish more than like a biology major and the biology major can appreciate a poem more than the English major because like they've had these artifacts built up around them hmm. so maybe I wouldn't appreciate it more because all the all the theory is a fucking that's, that's true it almost creates a buffer in a yeah. way William Faulkner I think I'm thinking of Faulkner's burning barn there's like a fucking railroad or something in white noise that like crash isn't there a chemical spill yeah, there's a chemical a spill toxic event. airborne toxic event but it is the name of a band. Get after the book. Hold on, I'm looking up what the fucking thing they all go to look at is. I gotta go to my mind palace. Hold on. Cue the music from Sherlock. Cue the music from Sherlock. Rendar's in his mind palace. Hey, hold on. Hey, no. I need something with a seven percent solution. Huh. <laughs> I fucking hated it. I wanted to flip a table when they started talking about the mind palace. <laughs> like they made it very literal. It was cool and. But then when like literally, yeah. Season three of Sherlock kind of dropped off a little bit, huh? Yeah. I thought I said that right away. I wanted to hear it. I hear you. Season five is going to be awesome. Though. Yeah, season five. The a Kwanzaa special. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, weren't they talking about making a Christmas special or something bef yeah. between uh, three and four? Yeah. <laughs> Typical. You guys hear, do you know what the phrase Columbusing is? 
No. Um, you can probably. Can I, can I guess? Is yeah, it, you can guess. Is it when you take like a terrible event and then you turn it into a holiday? Ah, so no, that's no. really good too. No, no, no. It's when you, it's when white people take something of like they appropriate from like a different culture and like try and make it their own, right? Like you've been Columbus. Like all of a sudden, if like white girls are twerking on on Vine, it's like oh, it's been Columbus. <laughs> so. Wait, what did we take? We because, like, I didn't take anything. What was saying like the experience that happened to like? No, what are we appropriating? You're an it, idiot. Can you help me? It's a general I term. Know what, I know what they're saying. I know, but I'm saying it's based on something, right? Oh, oh the Columbus. I, 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 basically, Indians land. Oh, I see. It's literally just them taking the. I see. I see. Okay. And pretending the white, it's yours, the so white man. Taking everything. I, I was thinking you were saying like it was like us appropriating this like horrible experience for them and like turning it into like a celebration. You know what I mean? That's how I was interpreting it. It's like when you fell in love with the um, with um, shit. <laughs> what, what's their name? It's uh, how the house party movies. Kid and play, bro. Kid and play. You <laughs> fell in love with kid and play, and then you threw your house party themed house party. Remember that? <laughs> and you had the flat top. That's the name of the movies, right? House party. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you like you did the flat top like kid or play I'm not sure which one, uh, that was Columbusing. Oh yeah. Oh oh, feels good. The time has come to enjoy myself. I've left my problems up on the shelf. The workday's over and I got it made. Like Johnny Kim said, I just got paid and I'm ready to mingle. Young man, I thought of you last night when I went to Anna's. You know why? Because I didn't get the stupid fucking plate. What's I got, the plate? Much I got, better I got, deal. I got burritos. Much better deal. Bobby got the bowl last time we were at Cadoba. Uh, He's like, you get more, you get more food. Exactly. Like, I was like, <laughs> Mexican plate, compare. I still like eating a burrito. Though. Right. The, the sensation of eating the burrito trumps it. No, I and I get that, but I'm saying when I want, doesn't get it. When I'm not, when I'm <laughs> not necessarily listen, when I'm not necessarily, when I'm not necessarily craving a burrito, so I feel like it's not worth. We get it. We get it. To you, food is just fuel. Not, we get if it. You're not, if you're not feeling it, you might as well just put it all in the blender and so then you get, stick I, it down my I get the Mexican plate and I get vegetables instead of rice. Boom. I'll go into my plate. Much healthier. Right. All, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to a taqueria for health. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get a legitimate dinner there. Shut up. <laughs> you want a legitimate dinner, go to the fucking stop and shop and buy some meats and That cook requires them. far too much time. You're an ass. Sometimes you just need a quick a dinner. A burrito is a dinner, except a tray you can eat. Right. Right. But and I'm, a foil I'm, I'm taking, you can turn into I'm a ball and whip at bait and I'm space. enhancing the burrito. I'm taking it to a different you're not, place. You're not you're not even make, it's not even a burrito anymore. Not taste-wise, just nutrition-wise. Adam, the burrito <laughs> is the human. The burrito is to human being as Mexican plate is to uh, Neanderthal. That's not true. You're almost there, but you're not <laughs> quite. Not you're not quite evolved enough. I think the Mexican plate is the way to go. Have you steered away from burritos, period? No, I'll, he I'll still like have burritos. He's, he's no, not at all. Oh, wait, wait, like wait. Type true true or false? The, the, you don't. You would rather not have the uh, carbs from the tortilla. Just true or false? So that's all I need. I would rather not. You'd ra- you're trying to steer clear of the carbs from the tortilla in a burrito. That's what makes a burrito. When I when I don't get just, one, just yes. true or false? When I don't get one, yes. No. no. In general, 
if possible, you would like to avoid the, <laughs> the carbohydrates that can't be present true because in sometimes I get the full burrito. When? Yeah, when was the, when was the last time, Mr. Bateman? When was the last time you had a full burrito? It's been a little while. Define a little while. A few months. Yeah, I'm and pretty sure many, you're a carb fucking phobe. How many burritos would you have? Would you say you have per month? He's, it's been a couple months, so he's it's been averaging. A couple months and I've had a full no, burrito. Oh, sorry. Uh, let me Mexican plate. How many Mexican? When you go to, how many times have you been to Anna's in the last few months? In a month, in a single month, I'd probably go. Maybe like five or six times. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Three to five times. <laughs> oh my god! So I yeah, like one out of fifteen times you've gotten a burrito. Yeah, don't you think but, it doesn't no, matter? Look at the last. Look at my whole life, though. So as my whole life goes, <laughs> I've had way more. Like, yeah, but you're way you're you're fucking front ended when you were like ten years old and you didn't know anything, <laughs> dude. You're gonna die at forty five no, a heart attack, wishing you had more burritos. I pick and choose when I want to splurge, basically. And I'm like, right now. Having a burrito wouldn't be worth it because I, I'm not like I wouldn't enjoy it that much. What, what I is, really want a burrito. What like is the weekend, negative effect of a of I went the to Sound Bites last week and I got a side of French toast with syrup on it. I wasn't fucking <laughs> hiding. I wasn't hiding you're, from you're it. Wild. But, but it's yeah. worth it for Whoa, me. Hey, wait, the experience. Yeah, how, is that Bateman is or is so that good. evil Knievel over there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is well, that he's got the cape on? <laughs> is that? <laughs> Is that fucking... Is that Listen. the dude from Man vs. Food? <laughs> oh, wait. Listen. No, it's just Bateman. All I'm trying to do is make a point that I'm not hiding from carbs. That's all I'm saying. Didn't I'm you go to Mexico to get, like, supplements, like beta blockers or something? <laughs> no. I, you're not hiding from him, but you're certainly you went, crossing you, the street you when Mexico, you see him. I <laughs> went to Mexico to get a new wrap that doesn't have... has zero carbs in it. New, I, new flour not, tortilla. I'm not engineered. afraid of carbs. It's like, it's like Dallas Buyers Club. It's Dallas Bateman Club. He goes to Mexico. He gets all the fucking supplements he needs. You know what I'm saying, though. I know exactly. You I know, know what, what I'm you're saying. saying. I just vehemently disagree. Like, do you ever do you ever eat something that's not good for you, and then go just feel like shit because you didn't even really enjoy yeah, it? Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, here's the thing, Bateman. When I eat shit that's fucking not good for me. It would like incinerate you. Like I was you would. Say, like, I feel that way when I eat a fucking entire pizza, not right? A <laughs> right. One tortilla. Like you, you are in such. You go. You fucking. You do uh, MMA or whatever. You the cage fighting like four times a week. You run fucking four I do miles every twice day. A week. Whatever. Very different. Yes and no. You're in like top physical shape, and you don't want to have a tortilla wrap. It just makes it just makes the guy like me feel like shit. For You're fucking. like the one percent of bodies, the people who can't afford it, right? Don't want it. You have you, you have, can afford those calories. I can't. You have the keys yeah, to the kingdom, and you're just keeping them in the glove compartment. <laughs> Rev it up, bro. <laughs> I don't think you understand how much I do splurge, though. <laughs> I don't think that you're willing. Well. Why don't you not splurge and get the fucking tortilla? I don't think you understand what truly splurging is. I, I highly doubt we that. Fucking shared, <laughs> Let me just we fucking shared a compartment on Spaceship OL for a couple of we years. Did. Yes, occasionally. Like, your splurging is like my... Sp- oh, let's just you compare. Know, hold on. Oh, wait, you wait. would shake your head at how much I was eating. You go, you eat it again? No. <laughs> I would shake my head at the... Like, the frequency of your eating. Fair but, like, point. my splurging... All right, so I'm splurging on ice cream because it's like... 2 a.m. and I have substances in my brain. <laughs> I'm eating the drum of fucking discount frozen dairy dessert I got that chemicals are gonna put like weird hairs on the back of my <laughs> neck and make my children impotent and blind. You 
have a fucking half a pint of fucking of Hagen or like 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 my ice cream has 17 ingredients. Yours has two. Fucking cream and cold. Well, why would I want if it tastes good? I, why would I want no, to maximize? I, that's true, but I'm just saying like you're splurging. Your your quote unquote guilt is so far from fucking what what it should be. Well, not this. I don't know. Yes and no. Uh, no, what I'm saying is... Here we is, go. Are you, just, are you saying I'm that not I just, do splurge? I'm not trying to disparage you. No, I'm saying, I think you can still splurge without having different types of crazy chemicals into your food. Like, you can just eat something that's high in fat, but, like, you can have basic... Uh, Tell them about fat, Bateman. That I'm not afraid of fat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. People fear fat in food, and it's not actually bad. You eat my ass, and that's certainly... <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Unless it's trans fat, right? I guess. Like nothing has transpired now, so I just want to say, <laughs> Bateman and I went to Toronto and we both got like the mega size uh, poutine bowl, and um, I finished it at the table. Bateman, like a little bitch, had to take a fucking <laughs> baggie home for himself. Of course it's true. he did. It's uh, true. You, you have. I don't think I've ever seen you like at a restaurant. <laughs> we order like you know whatever whatever they offer as their like fucking man monster meal. I've never seen you finish one. Look, ever. He did finish it later in the night. I have to. He, I, he said it was a. He said it was a uh, marathon. Right. And that, yeah. and yeah. that's exactly what I'm gonna say. I'm a marathon eater. I'm not a sprinter. You can't expect that out of me. That's not what I do. Well, Rendar and I complete the marathon way more impressively than you. <laughs> we'll sprint. Do you though? We'll, oh, yeah. We will. Or you just win the sprint. You we'll, just win the first. 200 you, meters. You know, Listen, goddamn ba- well ba- I ba- win the if, if you want, we definitely win the marathon. And you know what? If. In a given day, do I eat more than you? Maybe, but here's the thing: if we were being conscious of it, there's no doubt that that fucking the brothers are well. That we would sprint faster than you, and we'd sprint all 26 miles of the marathon. <laughs> that could be true. Actually, speaking of food, what's up? Uh, just a little bit of an omega challenge someday. Yeah, we're supposed to have an omega oh, donut, donut challenge. challenge. Oh, it's gonna happen. What is the donut? Now, we talk, I right, could, did we right. decide on Dunkin' Donuts no, as the I, I, standard? Here's what we decided. Here's what it came down to. Sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Omega level runs on Dunkin. Um, We're gonna have to get a sponsor from right. Demet's Donuts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's what it started because we were talking shit about who could uh, eat more donuts or whatever, and I like I haven't eaten. I can't believe Baymo, you could never eat more donuts. <laughs> you fucking fool! <laughs> you fool! <laughs> you can't even eat a fucking tortilla. So, so this is my question. I would have a much better chance of beating you if it's how many donuts we could eat in a day versus like an hour. No way. Yes. Like, I've eaten like two pizzas in the chaos of a di- course of a day. So, so what? That's There's what no I'm way saying. You, can eat two pizzas you don't understand how much I can eat over the course of a day. Yeah, you eat a lot of celery and carrot sticks. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I literally came in. I'm not making this up. He's eating radishes for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fucking eating. You, you know why? Here we go. <laughs> what, is this? what is this? Fucking Mario 2? <laughs> because earlier, I had a brisket sandwich, a thing of sweet potato fries, two pieces of cornbread. Macaroni and cheese. Don't believe it. Three bowls of cereal. <laughs> I don't believe it. I had to fucking eat something remotely healthy. I Photo or it didn't happen. Or it so didn't happen. Half a radish to counteract all that other. I ate three radishes. Yeah, Joe Rogan says it has fucking some sort of. No, I just like radishes. They're gangsters. They had a radish. They're pretty crazy. <laughs> Absolutely not. Powerful radishes. <laughs> I, like them. I just don't see how that could possibly counteract all that other shit. 
I mean, it's something. All right, he's rubbing it on his armpits and shit like some like old school like bubonic plague. Hang on, radish to make you fucking throw up. Listen, bro. All I'm saying is I ate four radishes today and I don't have Ebola. That's all I'm saying. All right. So the donut challenge stands as such. It's gonna be fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, we each get a dozen donuts. Now here's the thing: we order six glazed because we, Bateman and I decided those are like the easiest to eat. They're they're pretty they're like light, pretty fluffy, stuff. right? They're like the standard donut. Right. So you can order six six reg, uh, glazed donuts. The other six, however, are up to the fucking whoever's working at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, so it's kind of like you have you have the the baseline of six. <laughs> Everyone well, should be able to do there, so good. Like chocolate ones, like super heavy. It's ones. just it's oh their God. choice. Wait, it's so, up to the employee. Yeah. The person working on the counter. Yeah. Yeah. So six but, random selections. So you just go yeah. on top of the six hundred right. glaze. You just go up and then ask, like individually, you ask them for six glaze and six yep. random yeah. ones. Yeah. I mean that doesn't seem. But right. you're all together and like we'll go one after another. They might like they might give like special special. But that's it. We're throwing chance in the pot here. <laughs> All right, well, you're gonna need. We're adding, a little, we're adding a little chaos if we in there. You do like a kind of like a Russian roulette, roulette thing where you just get a whole bunch of like, donuts. <laughs> Taylor's and then, like, so dark. <laughs> 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 you want to engineer I, listen, the wheel? I think <laughs> I think I like the idea. <laughs> Of everyone, or it's maybe we cool all idea. go to different Dunkin' Donuts. But we all arrive. There have to be some honor system if we did that, though. But we all arrive and we all have our dozen. And I think it'd but be, they have to be inspected before the turn before it begins. I, I, no, I think mm. I think it'd be really fun to like see everybody open their fucking dozen and it? see what everyone oh, has. Sure. You know, Dude, let's do it. I'm not gonna compete I'm, in it. You're not, you're not gonna compete in no. it. No. Why not? Wait, I'm not a sprinter. I'll never win. Wait a second. Oh, wait. I thought, I thought Bateman said he could eat more than you in an hour. I thought that's where no, this whole thing came from. in the course of a day. Well, the, the donut challenge was supposed to see... Was two, you I, thought two, it was you, I thought it was you and me originally. I don't and, know. And then I, we started saying, let's get other I don't think so. I would never challenge you to that. I know I wouldn't win. You know what it might have been? It, 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 might, it might not have been a you, who versus who. It was just more of like a if you can do it. Don't uh, try, don't you know try to mean? turn this No, I'm serious. Too. Think about it. I, it was oh, like, you think you can eat a dozen donuts. Dana can house shit. The Galliano brothers. I like this setup, though. It's good. I really thought it was... I really thought you were in on this. No, I, don't I was never in on this. I don't know where this comes from, then. I think we were just... Fear. He's we're, thought about no, it. No, I think yeah. we were just talking about your feats of eating, like when you ate the diner special, the double diner special. Dude, and I think ago, someone says, like, could you eat a dozen donuts? And it was like, it just came out of that. A couple weeks ago, I legitimately ate Elisa's mega... Like a mega pizza. I can't. They have that. a pizza called a mega pizza. Yeah, it's, it's mega. It's like soup. It and I, dude, <laughs> where is that? I, this this, this is night, a fucking megalodon of pizza. <laughs> a megal, I ate a megalodon with chicken fingers before I went to bed. Entire pizza. Oh my God. How big is this? Dude, it's huge. It's like, it's like, it's like the size of this table. Are you yeah. Right. Like, yeah, it's about right. Oh my God. Well, you, you're a beast. We know this. I'm pretty you much the eat. Brock Lesnar of food. I, I think that if you, you're gonna get diverticulitis. <laughs> okay. if, if you train, you could be a competitive eater. I, I don't know. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. I, uh, if you could do what you do without training, you could definitely do it. I don't have anyone to train me. You're like the dude in the. I'm not saying you should do it. It might be bad for softball, you. Probably is. And you just crush dingers all the time, and everyone's like, "You should really just go over, be like the rookie, yeah. be like Dennis Quaid." And you're like, "Nah, <laughs> I just like to do it on the weekends." Right, I like doing the weekends. And then you had, but you had something traumatic. Yeah, Seal killed your dad. <laughs> you, va- you vowed, you vowed never to competitively eat again. Yeah, exactly. But then you had to come back and do it for someone my to dad, save them. 
he was in the hospital, but I was like an up and coming high school star, and I lost the game, and he died while I was in the hospital. I swore I would never like miss another moment. I was. That's it. What's the name of that movie? What are you gonna call it? Um, live long. So you eat it. You eat a lot. Hunger pains. Uh, Hunger pains. Because your movie Cut Man's still coming along, right? <laughs> still in the works. <laughs> You don't you know, know Cut Man? Maybe I've heard of him. He got an advance, right? I got That's a, I got a, uh, ju- yeah, <laughs> just under $50,000 advance <laughs> for a spec script. <laughs> cut Man. It was about. For the listeners that don't know, because I, I can't remember. So, you know, like in MMA or in boxing, the dude in the corner of the ring who's, uh, he's like in, he's in the, the, the oh, competitor's man. corner. And he's he's the cut man. He's the dude that like, you know, he's kind of like the medic type. He's kind of like the hype man. He gets them amped. Like he he works on them when they fucking get all bruised up. And in between, uh, you know, yeah, know what a cut is, right? Yeah. So this is about a guy. He uh he has all the talent in the world. He you know he's going to med school. He's on track, and uh, he just decides that med school life is a little bit too vanilla for him. He fought his cousin. He's he's uh he's Cuban. This is in Miami. And uh, his cousin's getting way into MMA, but his cousin doesn't have the um, he doesn't have the confidence he needs. But our, our protagonist <laughs> believes in him, and so he gives him the encouragement to like pursue it. But his cousin, like he needs him in his corner, so he uses all of like the training he received at Harvard Medical. Uh, he's just just shy of the degree, like just shy, um, and, and he's his cut man. I feel like I had another spec script that I was trying to sell. What was the What remember. was the other one? Well, yeah, that was about. That it wasn't like, about animals. Was no. No, that was like forty-seven, forty-eight k. <laughs> <laughs> it went quick. Yeah, it goes quick. The whole was done. All you, all you, you just you spend it on promotional shit when you didn't even have a full. Uh, I spent it mostly on Powerade <laughs> and Muscle Milk. I wanted to. I was trying to get. It was just the whole MMA world. It was going. It, it was 2008. It was a different world. You're trying to be an act, whole actor director thing. You're trying to like cut. Triple you're, threat. You're a method writer. Right. <laughs> exactly. Bateman sucking on. He has a, a lemon in my water. Explain what it looks like, Riff. Like, what is he drinking out of? What does the straw look like? Oh my god! <laughs> He's got a big ass mason jar, and there's a big yellow straw, and there's a lemon floating in the water. See what else is in there? A radish. Little chili powder. What? <laughs> Say that again. A little chili powder. For what? That's a little kick to the water. <laughs> it's all swirling around in there. It's good. It seems like it wouldn't be, but it's really good. Joe Rogan? No. Where? I think actually Elizabeth heard about it and she tried it and she hated it, but I liked it and I adopted it. You feel like you're badass. That's what I don't. It's just. Yeah, chi- it, yeah. I don't like you water. Do that out of spite. Look, I don't like water that much, but this makes the water semi enjoyable to drink. Speed man, drink, drink water. Drink <laughs> water. 
fucking A. You know what I hate? When you, you think go- the fucking, you're on the paleo diet. You think the cavemen <laughs> were putting fucking I'm not cinnamon, paleo calcium diet. powder, whatever. I've never I said I was in the paleo diet. I go to a restaurant and there's a fucking lemon in my water. Really? You don't care for it? Are you serious? No. My I'd rather qu- have a cucumber, actually. My question yeah. is that why, is good too. My question is why don't they ever throw a lime in there? I like lime in my water I feel too. Like a lime would be better. I just I want my water. water I just want. That's like really bougie, expensive restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a grass-fed turd. Caviar. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what they call it? No, it's like the the mater D. He only eats grass for like a week. Have you ever stirred with a grass-fed turd? You haven't lived. You go to Whole Foods and get your grass-fed turds. <laughs> fucking vacuum-sealed. Grass-fed. <laughs> 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 it's a grass. They're like all dry turd and shit. You drop them into the water. <laughs> grass-fed turd jerky. Turdkey. Turdkey. Bateman would eat turd. He would. I would not. Did you make that turd burger? That, that was, uh, <laughs> what? That, no, you had a nickname. Was that, <laughs> you posted an Omega level once. Like they, <laughs> what did you say? Turd burger isn't a food, it's a nickname. <laughs> like a, turd burger? It's like a pet name for yeah. your prom date. <laughs> <laughs> turd burger, that's hilarious. She or he's going with turd burger, or both? He, okay. It's a he prom date. He's going with Terry Burger. <laughs> no, like. Oh, yeah, so she's going with Terry Well, Burger. either. 2014. It's a man nickname, though. You're a turd burger. Butt ass. Butt ass. See what? Bateman isn't a turd burger. He's a turd burglar. He steals them. This is like 150% more funny than the last five years. Because of Rendar alone. He's the missing piece. These gamma rays from outer space. I was drifting there without my oxygen pack. These gamma rays done fucking burnt off my eyelashes. Like kaleidoscope. Yeah? Yeah. Ray Bradbury, bitch. Come, get at it, boy. Yeah, Bradbury. I gotta gotta pick up reading October Country. It's so bad right now. You know what you should read? I'll loan it to you. The Halloween tree. Ah, I fucking saw that when I debated. Children's book. Amazing. Fucking traces like the origins of Halloween through all time and space. Amazing. That's pretty sick. Yep. <laughs> sure what is. What else is new? Bradbury kicking ass. Fucking. Did you know how well do you know his bibliography? Decent, decent. Well, what? When did he stop making books that were must reads? I think the, the the like. What's his last like great book? I think like something wicked or fucking even the Halloween tree. Like early '80s is when he had like his last real push, and then because like he kept putting shit out, but it just it it was you know, hey, I'm Bradbury. It's gonna be at least what I, like enjoyable. Because I was looking at it over the edge, and I was just like, oh, I haven't heard of like yeah. a lot of the later ones. Yeah, I think like it, like late '90s or fucking. Um, Oh, was he even early 2000? He kept putting stuff out, like collections and whatnot. I think he even did like a semi-sequel to um, Dandelion Wine. Is that book good? Like, uh, Dandelion Wine is fucking awesome. Very whimsical. It's like not sci-fi. It's just like about a small town, USA, in the summer. Uh, but like it kind of gets into fantasy areas when it's looking at things from the kids' perspectives and like how they see like the fucking ravine in the town. It's like very mysterious to them. It's really good. Um but he did this, I want to read it at some point. He did this, like, science fiction uh, retelling of Moby Dick. 
called like Leviathan twenty ninety nine or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, he wrote the screenplay for the old Moby Dick movie with John Huston and fucking and Gregory Peck. Yeah. Is it terrible? Um, I haven't watched all of it, but the parts I've seen are pretty fucking good. Um, but he had like a terrible experience writing it. I think I remember hearing that. Yeah. Why? A lot of conflict with the director. Uh. The director was like kind of a hard ass. I'm glad I was kind of a soft boy. He write a lot of screenplays, or I think a few, but not not too many. It wasn't like was it F. Scott who got. This is just a fucking lit podcast. F. Scott got. Broken by the Hollywood machine. Well, yeah, the the studio system was different back then. They would just hire like writers on mass to just fucking keep churning shit out. Mm. It was like a salary job. It wasn't like now, like you sit down, you write one movie, you sell it, your name's all over it. Cutman. Cutman. <laughs> I remember Frankenstein. So, yeah, Fitzgerald fucking fell to the studio system. What, um, what book is that? It's all. Uh, um, something. Love of the Last Tycoon. Yeah. But what do you mean he fell? What happened? Star. He just, he died fucking alcoholic, miserable, fucking working for the studio system. Not writing novels anymore. He, would he blow all his money? I, I just don't think Gatsby was quite as big then as it Oh, became. became. He drank himself to death? Yeah, he fucking ate a candy bar and died. That's a true story. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think a candy bar killed him so much right. as the fucking years of rampant alcoholism. But he ate a candy bar and fell over and died. So he survived the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. It is weird that, like, it seems like almost every, like, great artist is just, like, fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I think it, yeah, because most normal it. people, to their credit, are fucking vanilla. They're boring as shit, and that's fine. That's good. Be that. Don't fucking, like, read books and fucking, but, like, to fucking put, to, I don't know, to put yeah. stuff out there that's notable, you have to do something that's kind I mean, of different or shocking. Like or, right? Oh um, so I don't know. I don't think does, I'm, con, does conflict breed like intrigue or something? Like right. You need to have I think that's part of it. But it's tough. But too. Bradbury wasn't tortured. I was gonna say I, I think I think a lot of times we kind of glom on to the fucking stories of the people that are nuts. Yeah. And we, and we lose it's a good point. Yeah. That there are plenty of creators who are Bradbury wasn't fucked up, right? Even if they have issues, there are plenty of creators who are fucking like, relatively normal people. Yeah. Although I I would probably even say most, in fact. Yeah, it's a good point. They can just tap into maybe they can tap that into piece their when they need or to. Conflicts or but it doesn't rule their anxieties, life. But for the most part, they're fucking pretty normal. You know who seems super normal is Chuck. <clears throat> Chuck Ballin, He's lived yeah. like a wild life, but right. I wouldn't call him like fucked up or tortured. He actually seems pretty fucking happy. Right. You know he's been with this fucking husband for 20 years? I do not know that. That's wild. Wow. Sweet. I'd like to videotape every fucking super masculine bro who finds out. The dude who wrote Fight Club is gay. <laughs> you just watch that faith in heads go scanners. You know what I mean? You mean this tale of homosocial bonding <laughs> against the norms of society is written by a gay guy? <laughs> what do you think is it? I was having this conversation earlier with Elizabeth. What do you think is at the heart of like the fear of gay people? Just the fear of that switch different and fucking the way we're no, raised. Was it just different though? Because I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's different that yeah. doesn't elicit that same type of like freak out. Like dudes like, like, well, like the type know. of homophobic reaction guys can have about stuff is like weird. Like they can but get like give me an weird. There's also insecurity in their own, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a, be- I think that's a piece. Well, because you live in a culture where that's like, right. Like, I don't know, dude. Because actually it's funny. I was talking to Rendar about this. I went to the, Bru- the Bruins game on the home opener. 
And there was just these like, just like these piece of trash dudes who were like heckling a Philly's a Philly fan. But like, the worst thing you could say is like, you know, you suck dick, you're a homo, right? So right. So you like don't want to be associated with that. And then if it's fine, you grew up in a, a culture where you hear that all the time. And then the minute that you fucking like, like a dick. But why is it? Why is that such a bad thing? Because it wasn't always, right? Didn't like. Here we go. Keep talking literature. I think I remember having a professor tell me like, because gay is actually like a concept that we've created. Yeah. And it was created around Oscar Wilde, the controversy surrounding him, and that's when it was like uh, it became a thing. Like you're gay. Like it's like a label. Right. Right. Exactly. You're like a like a status. But you, you no longer gay just... used to be a term of like. Right. Happiness. Well, homosexuality was so, or like right. the concept of gayness, and like that was when it was like demo. Demo. Dima? Vilified. Vilified, thank you. Why did it make the switch? Was it, like, religion or something? Like, because you'd I, have to look it wouldn't, up. like, say, like, Roman, whatever. Like, I've heard, like, it was pretty, like, rampant then, right? Like, dudes would take their little, like, slave boys and shit. It was just, like, yeah. normal. But isn't it there had to be all there is not. Yeah. That's what I would think, right? This is a very complex. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even going to yeah. try to unpack it. <laughs> I'd like to say I also Just to don't... be super reductive, I'm going to, like, simplify it. I just think people grow up in systems of prejudice, in systems mm. that say you need to be A, B, and C. Right. And everything on so many levels, like th this A, B, and C mentality is reinforced. And therefore, people who do not fit into that, people who fit into X, Y, and Z, do not want to uh, do not want to admit that they are, or if they, you know, like it, it's. Anything so that is different is weird. thrown in people's faces too, you know, with the oh, adver advertisements and whatnot. We live in a heteronormative. This is like a fucking grad class conversation. We live in a heteronormative world. You're assumed to be a straight white male until otherwise indicated. Right, but why? They, right, I think Bateman's Bateman's getting at something that I don't feel qualified to begin to address, which the is origin? which is why is homosexuality. X, Y, Z, as opposed to A, B, C, D. Right. Like my super cynical like response would be like, someone, someone somewhere in a place of power bene began benefiting from it, and so they still do to this. Right. It just. Yeah. And you think it's a minority too? You think that's part of the problem? There's just more of one, right. and the well, more generally likes to. I don't know. I'd love to know the, the truth, right? Yeah. That's, it's weird, right? Alfred Kinsey believes that it's a spectrum. Right. Sexuality is a spectrum. But that doesn't mean it's evenly distributed. Right, but it's like as it's, opposed to like an eight, like a binary thing. Uh, right. Oh, no, I get that. But I'm saying if you overlaid like a population graph over the spectrum, would it be like a straight like linear? It's like so it's just even, or it's like it's weighted in one section or the other. You know what I mean? Like, what does it look like? Is it a bell curve? We need to watch some film Kinsey starring Liam Neeson pre-tape. Have you watched Masters of Sex? I heard it's I good. No, but I hear it's awesome. <laughs> Advertisement, by the way. I'll definitely see that. We saw uh, what is it called? John Wick. Equalizer. Oh, we saw oh, Equalizer. You saw Equalizer. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I liked it more than you did. Because you like assholes getting come up there. <laughs> yeah, but everyone does. That's why you wanted to see it. There wasn't enough action in it for you, I think, right? Mm -hmm. but yeah, John Wick looks like the same thing, but even more ridiculous. She's pretty for that? No. Keanu Reeves. I did see that, yeah. It looks terrible. But, but I was telling him, like, it's just, I love watching justice be served. Like, I just love assholes just getting fucking beat. It's such a, it's just like primally satisfying experience. It takes so little to entertain me with it.
We can talk about something. Oh, I want to talk about how do you feel Renda specifically? Because he's more evolved than you, Bateman. Uh, riff. Please. About the all-female reboot of Ghostbusters coming out. Directed, really directed yeah. by Paul Feige, oh, wait, written right. by the guy from The I Heat. I saw <laughs> Ghostbusters in theaters again on the, the first. Me too. Do you saw it? Yeah, I went by myself and drank oh. beers in the theater. Tell, tell my story. So it I was went, awesome seeing. Him. I went out to lunch Favorite with. Uh, we'll call our friend Magellan, the Portuguese map maker. I went out to lunch <laughs> with him one day oh, on did? Labor Day. Magellan. And uh, I went to lunch with Magellan, and then we were departing. He's like, "All right, bye." And I was walking, I saw the, the theater. We went to Boston Burger, that's a Somerville theater. And I was like, oh shit, Ghostbusters. There. So I just went over there, and they had a time like two minutes away. I was like, all right, let's do it. So I saw it. That movie, I came to this conclusion with that, watching it in the theater. And I feel like I talk about Star Wars more than anything else, but like, this is my, this is my analogy Star Wars is my wife. Ghostbusters will forever be my mistress. <laughs> I will always keep her on the side. She will always be my go-to. Like, all right, like I'm not gonna marry you. You love, you love your wife. But we're gonna spend like once a year. We'll go to that cabin right. in Vermont. That no, like I tell my, I tell Star Wars that I'm like going to a like a company retreat, and I'm just with Ghostbusters. There's some things that it does that the, the wife can't do. Right, exactly. The weird thing that, my, is that, that Star Wars won't. Do. <laughs> <laughs> your mistress are like friends in real life. Right, right. <laughs> Again, everyone wins. So, with that considered, how do you feel about the reboot? Uh, uh, my thoughts are, given the team that's on it, I'm, I'm on board. Now, I don't think there's a need for any more Ghostbusters. I, I'm, I love, I truly love both Ghostbusters movies. Some days, you ask me, I think I might even like two better than you one. Say two. Which is heresy. People go fucking bananas. I'm with but, you. I actually prefer two. Um, I mean... Cue the fucking sounds of Giannis. Command the Lord! <laughs> Dude, Vigo chi- is such a... A child? <laughs> a child. Yes, a child. A child. A child. <laughs> um, Vigo the Carpathian ruler. Um. This is Prince Vigo, the ruler of Carpathian Moldavia. Bit of a sissy, isn't he? He was a very powerful magician, Dr. Hinkman, and uh, a genius in many ways. Um, so, <laughs> I love Ghostbusters. I've been, I've been very weary of like any talk, anytime Ackroyd stops selling fucking Crystal Skull vodka. <laughs> and it's like, sad, right? He's very, like, <laughs> legitimately, not even like I'm mad, just like I'm sad for him, sad. Um, and then Harold Ramis died. So yeah, it's like, that was the big one. I, I never wanted a Ghostbusters 3. Now, if if the team that was involved wasn't involved, would I potentially think that rebooting or, or like semi sequelizing Ghostbusters with an all female cast would I look at that as maybe a gimmick? Yeah, and maybe is it still kinda? I don't know. Sure, but fucking Paul Feig is an amazing like he's done amazing shit for comedy. Was that Bridesmaids? He did. He did Bridesmaids. He fucking co-created uh, Freaks and Geeks. Uh, he. And the Heat, um, he's fucking, he's directed some, did he do Superbad? No. You sure he didn't? I don't know. He might have. Google it, I don't know, whatever. But, in any case, I know the shit that he has done, I, I really like. So, I'm on board with that. Depending on who they get in the cast, like, I'm not gonna say any fucking female Ghostbusters will be funny, but if they get fucking, you know, 
Kristen Wiig and fucking uh, we want the, yeah, Melissa we want McCarthy. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we we yeah we want, I, it could be good. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like saying it's going to. Going <laughs> but to you don't necessarily awesome. think using like the Ghostbusters name, like making a new Ghostbusters, just in theory, is necessarily a good idea. I don't think it's necessarily a good idea, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea. I think honestly, if they're gonna do anything with Ghostbusters, I'd prefer something like this than to something try to different. fucking bring in like Ackroyd and er- right. Ernie Hudson. Try to recreate and, yeah. a magic, yeah. yeah. This might have some good opportunity for like campy cameos and shit. Like I don't know, it could be good. Like if you just like, first of all, I feel like I like Ghostbusters more than you guys. Well, maybe you know I like Ghostbusters. I like it. It's good. I think like Ghost. Ghostbusters is way better than Ninja Turtles, right? Old school movies. Yeah. Holds way up better. better. Way I would better. say, yeah. yeah. No, and I still like Ninja Turtles, but it's nowhere near way, Ghostbusters. Way, better, dude. Like, I just... Yeah, like, I agree with you. It's funny. Like, I just think of it, and I'm just like, if you had a bet, I would bet that we will laugh at Ghostbusters. Yeah. Three, whatever you want to call it. It won't be called Ghostbusters 3, but it's a reboot. Right. It'd be funny. He's funny. Kristen Wiig is really funny. Yeah. Chris McCarthy's funny. They haven't been confirmed or anything yet, right? No. no. That's like his pot. Suspected though. Yeah. Oh. Oh, hold on. I told Calf Powell about this the other day. I'm gonna tell Bateman and, and Rick for the first time. This is very interesting. Very very interesting. <laughs> so, I think in the time since the last time I was in Spaceship OL on the Six podcast, months ago, maybe seven. Well, with time travel, it's only felt like a few days. <laughs> Fair enough. Are we about real Wait, time no, or relative it's, time? It's felt like 13 years uh, with time travel. I got lost. It's been six months for us. It's been 10 seconds but for But in, the, in that time, I've discovered, not discovered, but I've really started using Reddit more, which is fucking awesome. Something I discovered on Reddit the other day. The fucking, oh, let me just frame it this way. In what order, if we're going to concede that there are, in fact, six Star Wars movies, in what order should they be viewed? Oh, wait. I think I've seen this theory before. Come on, Bateman. You're on the fucking clock. Yeah, so I know the Bateman. answer to it. Wait, so the prequels and the old ones, like what order you should view them? Yeah, if let, you, let's... If you were watching them, say, the first time? or Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cue Jeopardy music. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I would personally say... I, I would do it in the way that they came out. Right, right. I mean, that is the Gordian knot solution. That is the uh, Kobayashi Maru, if you will. <laughs> I love that. No, I, would, um, I would see them in the order that they were released. Why? And so, hold on, but let's frame it this way. So you're telling, like, a friend that's never seen it. You say, all right, you're going to watch them in the order they're released. And you just tell your friend, like, all right, they're going to start awesome and then end shitty. Or do you tell them, hey, watch these prequels first. I mean, if, if he hasn't heard anything about them, I wouldn't try to send him in with any prejudgments. Oh, Riff, you are so wise. I, you are so. So it's this order, which apparently is called the Machete Order, and I, I don't think it's maybe it's because like you're kind of cutting things up, but I, I think it's just from some website or some fucking someone that goes by the name Machete something or other. That's their handle. Their argument, I think it's pretty sound. I'll tell you the order, and then I'll explain their justification as to why. You watch them in this order. Ready? So Star Wars, like A New Hope, whatever. So Star So Star Wars, Empire, Episode Two, Episode Three, Jedi. Just fucking leave out Phantom Menace. So Star Wars, Empire, Episode One. No, excuse me. Okay, Star yeah. Wars, Empire, uh, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi. And so the rationalization is this: like 
You start with the first two fucking movies because they're they're awesome, whatever. <laughs> and then you you end Empire on this huge cliffhanger, right? You find out like maybe Darth Vader is Luke's dad, Han Solo is fucking frozen or whatever, right? Then you cut back to episode two and three because they serve as like flashbacks essentially right. for that. And so you you know now that Darth Vader is Luke's dad, and you get to kind of find out why. They make the argument you can cut out episode one because. Like it doesn't provide any exposition. Like nothing. Right. Nothing doesn't essential. Doesn't further the right, story. Nothing essential happens in there. Um, and then you get to the end of episode three, and you see fucking Anakin get like fucked up and and become Darth Vader. You get the reveal in episode three that Luke and Leia are fucking siblings. You love this. You I wish really those do love. I wish yet. they were good, so I would actually watch this. I'm not gonna do it, but you get the reveal at the end of episode three that they're fucking twins. Which Luke doesn't know yet if you're watching, you know? Right. So you'd, you'd rather go, know that beforehand? You go from Empire where they're looking out on that fucking, like, starship together and they're fucking, like, siblings. And you know they're brother and sister. And then we know. And then you cut back to Jedi and you get, like, it, it ties everything up. You get Obi-Wan explaining everything that happened. You get, like, you're waiting to see when Luke will fucking find out that he and Leia are brother and sister. Um,. I mean, I can it, see it's that. It's interesting. It, now, as, as Cap Powell just said, those movies fucking suck. So, like, right, well, <laughs> I'm not going to take the time to go back and watch them. Like, I, I really, I, I don't have it in me to watch. But theoretically, them. given the, the story that they cover, mm-hmm. if they were done well, you could see how they could fit well in between. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could see that. But, yeah, given the actual quality of the movies, I would never, like, recommend a person do that because wow. I feel like it would just taint. Yeah. There's you three, want to go through at least the original movies, three before you fucking three watch this to shit. Watch, right. right. Yeah, I could see that. What are your two fucking points? I don't remember my other one. Oh, you know my other one? <laughs> yeah, I don't know your first one. Huh? The point was, was just that I was just agreeing with. Uh, with yeah. I spaced out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't listen. So. The other point I was saying too, but then it's also too like, sometimes though, like, I feel like not seeing that stuff is better, right? I feel like we're almost like just well, saying it's a good thing because it's explaining everything or showing us everything. I think everything. this is operating under the premise that you're going to try to watch as many movies as possible anyways. Okay, I see. So if you have... I see, I see, yeah. Because if you watch like the originals and then the prequels, the prequels don't... There's no tension because you already know what happened. Right. You already know where the characters wind up. And if you watch the prequels straight through, they just suck. So it's fucking... You know? Yeah. Interesting. If you it's watch, interesting. What, I like want to do it, but I know the another order. point they made was if you watch the prequels first, it fucking totally undermines the reveal, um, like of the emperor. Like it's weird that you get you get like three movies with this fucking emperor, and then he just disappears right. for two. That's one of the coolest parts of the originals. Is like, right. dude, how, like they just sort of like hint right. at him, right. and you're like, who is this fucking That's freaky something dude? I hope they recreate for the new trilogy is a fucking like a big bad who we don't see. Exactly. That's such a great. I love when they do that. But who knows? I can't tell you guys. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. Don't, yeah. Oh, yeah, we haven't. Has it been like a ton more stuff that's come out now? I'm not even going to be able to read the fucking comments in this fucking post if if people are talking Star Wars. I I don't want to know fucking anything. I don't want to know. I'm sold. I'm going to see the movie. I'm going to watch the trailer, yeah, but I. That's official. I don't see it weekly, puts it on the cover. You're going to look at the cover? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm serious. No, I know. Official stuff, yeah, but I don't want anything that will spoil the movie. And I know that shit's already out there. I know it's Well, spoiled. last week, there was, like, apparently... I didn't even look at this. There, I didn't even... So there was, like, a, 
a huge like twist or something revealed. Really? And uh, it was like on a bunch of sites, and the only reason I knew about it was because I read fucking Slash Film actually made a post where they were saying like we're not going to cover this one without saying what it is. So you don't know what it is? I don't know what it is. And that's another thing that's been fucking pissing me off. Like, like I've been arguing all night about things making me mad. <laughs> like, I mean, Walter Sobchak. Here's like, another, another, thing. another thing. I fucking hate how there's... Because everything... I don't think we've really talked about how much I hate the internet now. Maybe we can get to that in a second. Because everything's like clickbait and like... Just like vapid nonsense. We're, Maybe an, old, we're an old weather-beaten spaceship in this fucking internet city. <laughs> you really are. You, you hate the internet as much as you love it too, right? I, yeah. Like one of the things I really... I mean, the internet's enormous. Like, so... I hate like clickbait, the concept of clickbait. Little ad, like like story ads, like they just the headlines. Right, that's what I mean. Where they have the headline that tries to pull you in. Who is this or why is this? I hate the thing. Oh, like, yeah. if, if it the title says how, look what why, happened when you'll this never guy, believe. That right, that's, that's the equivalent of like the local of, of the local news fucking uh, like lead-ins where they're like like which child's toy mm-hmm. is causing cancer? <laughs> Tune in at five. It's like. Motherfucker, I don't want to tune in at five. It's telling right. me if, if you're really that concerned with my welfare, wouldn't you just tell right. me? Yeah. Right. So now, like, with, like, with, with pop culture sites, there'll just be headlines like, oh, set photo leaks of Darth Vader's clone bursting up from burnt skeleton <laughs> of Millennium Falcon pics. Yeah. Like, there's just, like, they put spoilers in the fucking headline. Uh. Like, I mean, I'm fucking sounding like a sucker because they care more about driving traffic than right. preserving... Right. But it's like, I just feel like I should be able to, like, peruse the internet and have this, like, Rendon should have the option of just being able to scroll an RSS feed. And not worry about... Some fuckbag website gonna put, like, yeah, like, John Boyega's revealed to be Luke Skywalker's dad through Spock Portal. Like, what? Come on. No, that's what you mean. It pisses me off. Yeah. Oh, that's really the downside to, like, immediate dissemination of information, right? right. <laughs> it really, It really makes me nervous, quite frankly.